0: Welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast, 2022, our first show of 2022. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined by Mark Osterman, MTM's managing editor, and from As the Joe Flies, travel agent extraordinaire Joe Chung, back from his family uh, vacation. We're going to talk all about it. Before we get into the show, if you do like the show, consider subscribing to your favorite podcast app and head to mtmpodcast.com for links to subscribe, cards, anything we talk about on the show. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Uh, happy New Year. You know what they they say
1: about rock bottom,
0: like right, like there's nowhere to go but
1: up. So 2022 can't can't get worse, right? We're, we're moving <laughs> yeah, forward. that's what they say, right? Don't but say that. Don't. <laughs> say that. The problem that. is you don't know your knocking rock on bottom. fake until. wood, <laughs> knocking on big <fake> wood.
0: <laughs> so Joe, how was uh, how was your trip? I saw all kinds of cool pictures with you and the family out and about. Yeah, it was nice back to New Jersey as normal, did a lot of rapid tests, probably
2: more than we had planned to do, but my daughter had a positive case in her class on the last day of school, which... Uh, if you've been following along, was December 23rd. So Blame Boston. <laughs> yeah. So we rapid tested her for a couple of days. So did a couple of extra rapid tests. And my sister, uh, we celebrated Christmas with her on the 26th instead of the 25th. But it all worked out well. Did end up canceling my Park Hyatt stay. My wife was willing to go, but she wasn't like super excited about it. And I was like, this isn't going to be worth it. Um, and then like we've been talking about in the Diamond Slack and a lot of different blogs and stuff I've been talking about, Hyatt was offering the points for your Category 1 through 7 and Category 1 through 4 awards certificates that were expiring. So I got 20,000 points back for that, which is not as much as I would have spent on the Park Hyatt New York, but it's better than nothing. And then also, you know, got a bunch of points for all my club access certificates. So all in all, it went uh, well. How many points did you get for your per access cert? 3k bro only the best uh, for me. <laughs> me see <too>. we <laughs> you went too early mark you yeah went too early
1: we uh yeah because we shared it in the diamond group like uh, four or five days before it went went out on the blogs and everything and so the early people were all excited about getting 500 points and then a week later everybody starts getting a thousand or three thousand points so I actually reached out to them on Twitter and hi it's always been great on Twitter like within 12 hours usually within like a couple hours I get a response and it's been like four days and I said, "Hey, I heard people are getting 3K. You know what's what's going on with this? Is there something more you could do?" And literally, I've sent like two or three messages. No response. Like right, Mark, just say, just say no. Hot,
2: <laughs> no, I got a hot tip for you, Mark. I, it's like, has, I mean, the checkmark hasn't even turned blue. Like they haven't even read it, right? I don't know. I haven't, well, I haven't paid that close attention. Probably not. Yeah, yeah so I don't think So they haven't. Read, so because I messaged. Hyatt's Twitter team on like December 22nd about this around when you got the 500 points and a week passed and I hadn't heard from them at all and so I got a tip that if you go on Hyatt chat like if you go to Hyatt.com and you chat with them now you're still gonna have to wait I I ended up waiting like an hour and 15 minutes and I had to I had a second browser window open where I had to re-log in to make sure that like I'm not automatically getting logged out but eventually the chat comes through. Like it says there's five people ahead of you in line. It said that for about an hour. And then finally it said there's three people ahead of you in line. And then like five minutes later, I talked to someone. That's how I finally got through to them. Then I got my points for the club access certificates. Three days later, someone finally read what I had DM them. And I was like, I had already written them. I was like, oh, I got this taken care of. Thank you. And they're like, uh, yeah, we've been busy. I'm glad you got that taken care of. So, you know, go to high doc- do it right now. Hi.com. Go to the chat. You know, actually, I don't know. Maybe don't do it right now because they have a little sound to remind you that uh, you're still there. But yeah, that's that's how I got it done. Um, Hyatt Twitter DM. I agree is normally very responsive, but it took them nine days to get back to me. So, um, you know, you got five more days to go or you can chat them.
1: <laughs> Look at this live uh, podcasting here. I just went to uh, my Twitter messages and I finally got a message after a week and it says, oh, I apologize for the long time. I do see that this matter's already been helped and that you got your points. It's like, no, it did not get helped. It got helped originally and then I asked for more points, so I got to... Uh, I I guess I'll try your thing. I think I'm just out of luck. Sometimes being first isn't the best, I
0: guess. That's, That's the lesson learned here.
2: But you were the data point that kicked off a million data points. So, Mark, we thank you for your sacrifice.
0: There you go. Now, I just went through my concierge, but she even took days to respond to me, which is unusual. So I'm guessing that they're getting bombarded top to bottom. They have more globalists. They have more members because of all their promos. And then uh, this information sharing on podcasts and websites and things like that. I'm sure that's what caused it. But yeah, I just asked for 3,000 points because that was the most I had heard other people got. And she told me the normal was 500 to your credit mark. But then she said she'd give me 3,000 anyway. So shout out to my concierge for stepping in and helping out with that. So I didn't have to uh, wait. But I'm just, uh, that's crazy. I thought that they were maybe doing research, but now it just seems like they're bombarded, right? You just wanted to hold the globalist light status over my uh, over my head one more time. <laughs> In our Facebook group, we had people, Joe, Joe got all mad at me because I posted my Hyatt number, which was 123 nights, which I'm not proud of because I didn't get anything over 100 nights. So I don't, and there's, you know, bragging rights, who cares about that? But it was interesting to see everybody post their you numbers. You care,
2: Sean, admit it.
0: No, no I don't care. I would have I been very happy to hit exactly 100 nights and not have to have wasted those... Uh, those nights. I was happy I got to throw a few nights over the year to my friend Dave, who hit 30 nights. So he's going to be globalist, helping that stuff out. But tons of people in our Facebook group are globalists. They have everything from, what was the highest? Like 200 and something nights? Uh, 256 nights, I think, all the way down 256 to... 256 nights? That's two-thirds yeah. of the year. Well, you know, you have the credit card nights and spending and all the other promos. They have the double nights. But yeah, we had somebody there. And I think we had a ton of people that just hit 30, uh, new, newly minted globalist lights it's the, the year of Hyatt 2022, the year of too many globalists.
1: I don't know if I'm going to go for it this year. Like I went for it last year because 30 is so easy and it is a valuable status, but I've always been like around 30 to 40 nights. So I don't know if it's worth pressing out. Plus the way I travel, a lot of times I leave before breakfast and, uh, you know, I've talked about this on the the Hilton breakfast changes and, and people have been upset about that. But uh, either that or I stay at lower end properties like Hyatt places, Hyatt houses where status doesn't come in handy all that often and i have a couple of friends here on this podcast that can always give me a guest of honor booking if i if i need it so i don't know if i'm going to i don't know who you're it. talking about just <laughs> fyi i just
2: i don't know who you're referencing the other one the other one. Um, No, no no i'm gonna tell him i'm gonna tell him okay make mark earn globalist okay he's all right this blogger needs his credibility he's got to earn globalist on his own
1: yeah, see, now I'll probably want those uh, lounge access certs back instead of the 500 points if I lose it. But no, I don't know if it really makes a ton of sense for me to, to strive for it, either through spend or, you know, doing a mattress run or something along those lines. You know, I'll let it play out this year, see how it goes. I, I often will stay at, at, at Hilton as well and, and break it up quite a bit. So I'm not like exclusive to, to Hyatt, so it doesn't make as much sense for me. I think it's the best status out there for sure, but if you're not staying 80 hundred nights i don't know if it's worth chasing so much you know i see a lot of people that are like oh i have like five stays at hyatt but i spent so i could get global status and i am like why what's the point there so kind of do your own math don't fall into the hype so to speak but if they come out with 30 nights again then i'll go for it for sure i sure hope they don't
2: (laughs) yeah uh i just want to reiterate okay i was looking at the Facebook group and all the people posting their Hyatt status. And I was like, did anyone listen to me? Hyatt status is useless. Don't get it. Okay. People just don't get it. But, um, you know, Dave from Miles Talk was the one I saw wrote this. I thought it was a pretty good idea. I wish I had thought of it. I actually Park Hyatt New York was going to be my 80th day of the year. And that was going to entitle me to either two suite upgrade awards or 10,000 points. And because I was so close, what I did was I ended up booking a 5,000 point per night stay. And I was like, oh, I'll just get 5,000 points. So I spent 5,000 to get 5,000 back because I got the 10,000 point award or whatever. But right after I had chosen the 10,000 point award, I saw Dave from Miles talk post and he's like, you can wait until January to choose your award. And he's like, if you're not going to requalify for Globalist in 2023, 2024, then you could to choose the two Sweet Upgrade Awards in January, and then they'd be good all the way through February 2024. And so even if you don't have Globalist in 2023, you could use those. And I was like, ah... Oh. Wish I had I, known that five minutes before. <laughs> I also
1: failed at life because uh, Sean, you know, posted the thing in the Facebook group and I posted my nights and that's when I realized I had 47 nights uh, with Hyatt this year, three away from getting sweet upgrade awards and I didn't pay close enough attention. I could have spent 5k to get a couple nights and then, you know, did a 5,000 point mattress run or switched some other stays earlier in the year. You know, like there was options, but I didn't think about it. So I missed out on those, but oh, well not, a, not well, I mean, a big deal to Since me. we're
0: all confessing how screwed up we are, I posted the nights and I realized immediately, why didn't I throw my wife 30 nights so that she would have gotten not only globalists, which would have been less important, but gotten the free nights and, and some of the perks there. So I really kind of messed up there. And of course, Brand Explorer, all that stuff that she would have built up towards. We have a lot of travel this year, so I'll make sure that I do better with that. Once I hit my 60, I'll make sure that I start booking guest honors in her name and she'll be traveling with me a lot more, so that'll be easier. But Certainly lost opportunity all around. You know, you live, you learn, and uh, you get chastised by other people. But that's just the way it is. That's what Facebook groups
1: are great for known for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that I was excited about this week was finally, uh, you know, getting all my credits for my millions of American Express Platinum cards. Uh, As Mark and Joe know, I love to procrastinate. Mark is like so good early in the year. He's just knocking everything out. This was the year I finally had my plan for my airline credits to knock everything out. I did the United Travel Bank at the end of the year. I was going to double it up on January 1st, have like over three grand in there to, you know, carry forth with my travels this year. And then uh, just as I fell in love with United Travel Bank, it died. Story of my life. <laughs> what happened and there? It like, saved
1: you from just, flying United. There you go.
0: I guess. But now I now <laughs> I still have those credits and I have to either decide to use them in a different way or procrastinate again to the end of the year, which is probably what I'll do and I'll scramble again. Yeah. But I really was excited about Travel Bank having kind of all, instead of booking some different itineraries or using it for incidentals. Having that kind of little uh, bank of cash was, was exciting. All right. Come on,
1: United's coming out with enhanced enhancements. <laughs> so you know it's going to be better, right? Isn't that what that yeah, means? Yeah,
0: that's always what it means. Uh, thank you for your loyalty. We've enhanced our, our, our stuff. I don't, I mean, do you any idea why they did that? It seems like it was pretty, you know, intentional. It died at the end of the year. And it's died before, right? I mean, th- that was one of the more popular ways to do the Amex Platinum credits many years ago. And then, for several years, it just went away. They brought it back, and now it's gone again. Hopefully, there's a replacement, yeah, I
1: don't know you know what the thinking was behind that, and I think they've had some issues with their back end because people have you know said they've been having trouble booking with their travel bank as well, like had to remove a seat assignment or use the app instead of website so Maybe they had a lot of issues with it. It was buggy, or they're trying to update it. I don't know what's going on there. It's a, a bit strange. Somebody else said the MPX thing is uh, down, too, and has been for a little bit, which I know a lot of people like to use. I don't know. Maybe they're just overhauling everything. I don't fly United, so I'm never really worried about it. So
0: <laughs> You me. got your... You got your Delta going, which uh, which you've talked about, Joe. How did you do your airline credits? Did you do them earlier in the year, or did you were you scrambling like me at the end of December to max them out?
2: I had done them, but as I've mentioned, I did a lot of. Uh... American Express reorganizing and so I actually ended up with two new $200 credits that I had to take care of and I just redeemed them to JetBlue Travel Bank but yet last night I was like I'm just going to take care of JetBlue Travel Bank I'm going to do it now and then I realized I have like way too much money in JetBlue Travel Bank and I'm like worried about it expiring so I'm going to hold off for a little while normally I do it in January but I'm going to hold off for a little while make sure I actually fly some of these flights I actually talked to JetBlue and I was like, uh, what do I do if I cancel a flight and that credit was supposed to expire before the flight? And uh, a good tip that the agent told me, she said, as long as you don't cancel the trip outright. Like, so I'm looking about, I'm looking at maybe flying to California in April, but the credit that I'm going to use for it expires in March. So I was like, what if I decide not to go in April? She's like, instead of canceling it, just move it Further in the future, and you can keep doing that. As soon as you cancel, you're going to lose it. But as long as you keep moving it, you'll be okay. So I thought that was a good tip uh, that she shared with me. So
1: did you see JetBlue
2: allowing changes today? Have you oh, jumped yeah. on that? I, I was, I did it. I was doing it for like three hours <laughs> last night, actually. um Hopefully, it's still alive when people listen to this. But JetBlue is allowing you to book flights in January and change them with no fare difference or change fee into later times in the year. So I booked a lot like of like Southwest. Which is, Yeah, Yeah, like Southwest I've been doing. I uh, got my winter break flights to Orlando. Well, I was not going to pay list price, which is $1,400 round trip for direct flights. We're flying down for 200 round trip now. So that's pretty good coming out of Boston during
0: President's Week. I wish I had some more dates nailed down to to do that because I I don't where I could get to JetBlue. That is a great deal. And hopefully it does last a little bit. JetBlue was useful. (laughs)
1: for me. I mean, unless I'm going to Boston, it's, it's basically useless for
0: me. Now, Joe, I did score some brownie points this week when I handed Jasmine the three platinum cards and told her to go to Saks and pick up her gift cards. I had bought her a few gift cards previously that I've been holding up to try to get her to a point where she has enough gift cards to get something decent, which, you know, at Saks, you need like crazy amounts. of money. I guess you go to, to off fifth or whatever to buy it. But anyway, she was so happy on new year's Eve to run down to Saks and go buy her gift cards, told her, another 150 in the new year did you guys what do you what are you doing with those are you just buying stuff online are you doing the gift card route like I tried to I told her I was like to save it up for a nice purse or something
1: yeah I usually order you know like a shirt or something or some clothes for the kids or something for the house just whenever there's a good portal payout for it uh you know when it goes up to like Rakuten is 10 times or something like that I'll jump on it uh for the Dell credit for the business platinum I just ordered Kirsten a new computer. She needed a new computer, so I got her a laptop and took the $200 off of that. So it was for her birthday, which was December 28th, and I said, well, your birthday present's going to come a little late because we got to wait till the 1st <laughs> to order it. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I roll with it. But I yeah, used for- to do the gift cards, and now I ju- it's just not worth the effort to me, really.
0: For the Dell, I've always pretty much done the Xbox gift cards. Uh, this year, or in 2021, I waited... And got lucky on a day that Rakuten had like 15X. So I was earning 15X on that, which was really nice. And what's nice about the Xbox cards, I generally resell them, you know, because I can sell them directly myself on Raise. But, you know, you can use them at the Microsoft Store for Xboxes, for equipment and stuff like that as well. So if there's stuff in the micro... I didn't didn't even really know that until recently. So shout out to Jay in our Diamond group who, who told me I felt so stupid not knowing. (laughs) <laughs> that you could uh, use them for, for stuff in the Microsoft store. I don't know when that changed, or maybe I just was mistaken this whole time. But yeah, that's how I'm doing it. There is a 10% off targeted Dell Amex offer, again, on some business cards. I didn't get it on any of my cards. I'm assuming people who regularly use their credits to spend at Dell, probably not gonna get targeted for it, but check your your accounts because that's another way to double dip You know, if you're getting the, the $200 credit plus another 10% through the Amex offer.
1: I wanna you know go back to the airline incidentals real quickly and just say, if you if you have a particular airline that you fly a lot uh, check flyer talk they always have the most up to date statistics or, or or data points on what's working what's not like delta there's a you can use a gift card for part of the purchase and if the total amount's under $250 that will count southwest has it like if you uh, book a flight under $100 that counts i think spirit and frontier work very similar the same way spirit's a good one if you want to you know pay for big front seats you know, that fee counts towards it which makes it better than Frontier, Sean. So, there you go. I've I think Mark has been minutes.
0: sponsored by Spirit lately. I think they've <laughs> corrupted him. All he does is talk about the big front seat. Uh, big front seat, man. There you go.
2: Miles to Memories podcast sponsored by Spirit and Frontier. I, I need to like go with a Legion or something, you know, to round out this trifecta. For the you channels.
1: should do some weird, like what's the Sun one or some some weird that like nobody's ever seen before. All the new ones that are coming out on in California. Yeah. Avalo or actually, or, <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I was gonna say driving up and down from new jersey i saw all these avalo commercials i guess they fly out of new haven or something not uh, billboards or whatever so yeah maybe maybe avalo will be mine and then we'll we'll have all the low cost carriers covered here
1: oh another another quick tip which people seem to not realize even though i've written about it a lot and talked about it quite a bit but all the low cost carriers if you buy your tickets at the airport you save $20 per person each way it's a weird fee that they have for booking online Go do that. Somebody just asked about it in the Facebook group and a whole bunch of people were surprised that that's a thing. So, you know, family of four, $160, you can buy for future any, as far as the schedule goes out, you know, you don't have to buy it from the airport that you want to fly out of or anything. You just go up to any desk of Spirit Frontier, whatever, and buy those tickets. I, I usually do it if I'm going, if I know I'm going to be flying one of them, I do it when I'm on another flight anyway, and already at the airport, but I have driven down there specifically for it, spend an hour. Five bucks in parking and saved 160 bucks or whatever so it was worth it uh definitely if you're flying them check it out
2: last um january housekeeping thing was i just remembered today to sign up for my chase freedom 5x categories it's grocery and ebay this month or this quarter so if you haven't done that yet just remember to do that ChaseBonus.com, i think is the website
1: anybody else like stressed about the amount of grocery spend they have right now like, I'm kind of getting overwhelmed. I have a lot of mouths to feed, so. <laughs> I know, but it's like the freedoms. I got the platinum upgrade offer, which is 5X on grocery up to 25K. You know, the Surpass just reset. I got uh, an Everyday Preferred that just reset that I have to try to knock out the, the 6,500 or whatever. 6K, 6,500 on um, before, like, February 3rd when the annual fee hits so I can downgrade or cancel if there's no retention offer. Amex Gold just reset and then of course like Hyatt is uh, a new spending for free night so it just at the end of last year you're like oh I'm kind of bored there's nothing doing and at the beginning of this year you're like oh man there's too much it's kind of funny how that works
0: yeah i you just uh, mentally you just buried me because i just realized how much i <laughs> i have to do especially like i have that surpass surpass ak like some of it really has to be done soon and uh, so i got to try to figure out my strategy for for some of that uh, but yeah i mean it's good to have it right it's good when that gold resets uh, I guess my my city premiere will be lonely for a while. It'll get uh, it'll get sidelined while I hit city up city premiere is the end of year.
1: That's when yeah, that's exactly. when it shines.
0: Yep. Now I did uh, hit up all those Amex offers for the cruise lines and everything posted exactly as they they should. I forget what level of detail. I know I've talked about cruises on here. I don't want to go too much into to detail, but booked the Royal Caribbean cruise with Joe. Uh, that worked fine. I booked another Royal Caribbean cruise in Northern Europe, leaving from Copenhagen. Uh, it's really cool when you go on a cruise ship to Russia you don't need a visa. So that's one of the reasons I did it. It's going to it does uh St. Petersburg, Stockholm, uh Helsinki and Tallinn, Estonia. So that looks like a really cool one. And I uh, got it just over $1500, got the credits back on that and then uh, my Carnival cruises, I booked two of those, added my kids, added all the gratuities, everything. Got those combined up to 1500 and that 400 came off of that. So lots of cruises. I know I know not everybody's excited about that, but uh <laughs> but I am. And all the savings stack. That's the point. you know. The free offers, Amex offers. There's even offer on, um, I was a little bit over on Carnival, so I had a little bit more spend. So I did the chase offer, which was $35 back on a hundred to top it off. So it's really good. Carnival allows you to split your payments. You can pay any amount towards anything. And uh, so if you get that offer, certainly, you know, well, obviously the Amex offer expired, I think, but hopefully there'll be some new offers I'm expecting with the news that came out in the net last week and all the Sort of negative press around cruise ships that there'll be some deals uh, coming up if you're interested in that. But I think that casino match is still going on. So
1: another uh live recording update, uh getting reports that the United Travel Bank is open again. So
0: oh might my might, god! Might want to <laughs> take well, one after we're done here. <laughs> we're gonna have Four to stop days the
1: show
2: right now, Sean. Four days too late for Sean, but at least we yeah, get 2022 might... done. No, I got hopefully 2021. Still... No, I
0: didn't wait. I I got it done a few days before the end. So actually I did get my 2021 done. I would have been very oh, sad, okay. but I was going to do it again for 2022 on January 1st. So as soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to to yeah. take it. Hopefully it's
1: still, when this gets released on Thursday, hopefully it's still good to go, but that's, that's good news. Uh, but definitely jump on it now. If uh, you know, if you're Sean and you're hearing this live, <laughs> other people, hopefully you get it on Thursday.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's that is exciting. All right, so Mark, you uh you wrote an article today about US Bank and how they tricked you speaking of bonus categories and, you know, some of the more interesting things that banks are starting to do as they tweak, you know, their products, especially as they're adding more and more bonus categories. We know that those bonus categories are often loss leaders for them. So they're trying to find ways to limit that. How'd they fool you? What, what'd what they do? What'd they sneak into the to the terms <laughs> to, to get you here? Explain what, what happened.
1: I have to give like US banks uh, props. I feel like they're the 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 most in tune with what's, what's going on out there somewhat. Like they they understand the shenanigans and they kind of like have good uh, parameters set in place and, and know where to block, whether it be like the altitude reserve not allowing gift cards like if you buy more than one you're basically like shut down right away type of thing um so that in that type of spirit and i and i had an issue with them a year or two ago where they had it was basically this exact same card but it was a different name and then they revamped it and it rolled out the same thing again which is the triple cash now but back then it had like earn five hundred dollars and that's where the way the bonus was but it was like oh no you just get extra percentage on this much spent so i i didn't read too closely and and it kind of failed myself there this time around you know they have a the triple cash is a, a $500 bonus if you spend $4500 in the first 150 days so a really solid cashback offer one of the better ones and it's a business card so it doesn't count towards chase 524 so i grabbed it did the spend 3% back in gas stations restaurants office stores And cell phone service providers. So, you know, a decent earning for a no fee card. There's a $100 statement credit for FreshBooks or QuickBooks, which if you use either of those, that's $100 free every year. So I got it. My plan was to use it at gas stations. Uh, You know, I have Speedways here, which are great, and they have a good rewards program themselves. So it's like a double stack. So I do the spend, get the bonus, and I look at it and I expected over $600, the $500 bonus, plus I had a big chunk of spend at the gas station at 3% and it was only coming out 550 bucks. I'm like, "What the heck?" So I go to my statement to look to see how it was calculated and it says 3% on purchases $200 and under, 1% on any purchases over $200. And I was like, "What?" <laughs>
0: And I like how the terms say they say that we just assume anything over two hundred dollars isn't a legitimate fuel purchase, so therefore you earn one percent. Kind of like that. That's basically what the terms say. Yeah,
1: which I mean, with gas prices in, uh, if you're like a, a truck driver, I'm sure you you have two hundred dollars Phillips. But I'm like, okay, it's something I missed again. So I go to our like review on it. Doesn't say anything about the two, the cap. I go to like card ratings. Who's our partner? And they are very stickler about like the rules and, and posting everything properly nothing on there about it. I go to US banks page. I'm like, okay, this has to be like somewhere prominent, like shown. And you pull up the main page and it says 3% cash back in these categories and that's it. And there's a little two that like to additional terms. You click that. And then in the middle of this big paragraph, it says 3% up to $200 purchase. Anything over earns 1%. So they like buried it deep. And I mean, travel with Grant did comment on my article. He, he caught this, uh, a couple of months ago when he signed up for the card and he loves reading terms. So I missed that. I wish I wouldn't have, you know, I would have adjusted my spending a little bit, but it, it just kind of like, you know, they're playing the game too. And they, and they got me. So shame on me, I guess that I, us bank read all the terms all the time.
2: Tip the, just tip the hat. You just tip the hat.
1: Yeah. You just take it. I mean, I probably missed out on like 60 bucks. So it's not like the end of the world. I still got a $500 bonus from them, which is very generous. And I still think it's a good card to sign up for. You know, maybe the office supply store is a better option uh, for people when they have those no fee deals and everything for gift cards. But I just thought, yeah, tip the hat. Like, hey, well done. Bravo. You got me. <laughs> but are we going to see more of this? Like where they cap it, you know, per purchase on issuers? I think that's a way that they could kind of limit gaming on stuff. It, it seems like their system can recognize it easy enough that it wouldn't be too much of a problem. You know, it's kind of interesting to see.
0: I prefer like we see with the the city Costco card where you have a cap, a total cap or with a lot of the grocery cards where, you know, you're capped at a certain amount per year. I think that's a better way to do it than to cap you per transaction. But I agree, I think this is probably something you'll see more often, especially if they see certain transaction types where they feel they should be smaller and they're coming in higher than they expected, kind of like buying gift cards at a grocery store as opposed to 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 something like that. So I could you maybe maybe that's what we would see, limiting, you know, bonus categories on groceries up to a certain amount. I don't know, but hopefully not. Hopefully, the overall caps will be what uh, what sticks around.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised they they focus on gas and not like office supply stores. Like, I think that would be a, a big hit. But I guess there are large purchases at office supply stores, gas stations, unless you're like a big fuel trucker. Not so much. It was it was strange to see, and I was. It is what it is. But definitely, if you sign up for the
0: card, still a good bonus. But uh, watch out for that if gas was your your focus. All right, and speaking of woes with banks, Joe. What, what happened? You had some uh, some fraud with your Chase account? All right. So yesterday, January 2nd, brand new year. I woke up
2: at about 8 a.m., which is kind of early on a Sunday, but it, it is what it is. And I checked my phone like any good adult in 2022, well, or bad adult in 2022. It was the first thing I did. I grabbed my phone and I had a text message and it was like, here is the one-time password you requested from Chase. This was from 524 a.m. And I was like, that's weird. That time is very weird. 524. Oh, (laughs) I didn't even, wow. I didn't even, yo, I'm (laughs) shook. Mark. You just blew my mind. I didn't even make that connection. So, well, because my brain was working on other things later. So I was like, well, you know, every once in a while, I feel like there are like phishing sites that'll send you stuff like that. So I didn't even click through, like, you know, I just saw it on my notification. I didn't, I didn't click through. I was like, whatever. So I didn't, I, I was like, it's probably phishing. If I click through, there's probably a website they want me to click. I'm not going to click that. That's fine. But then I checked my email, and at around 7.30 a.m., it's like, we are depositing your ultimate rewards into your bank account, ending in 1699 as requested. And I was like, huh? And it it was Chase Inc. And at this point, I was like wide awake. And it is thousands of dollars worth of ultimate rewards points. So hundreds of thousands of ultimate rewards and so i just felt sick to my stomach reading that email went straight to my computer logged into chase and sure enough i have my business and my personal separate in my business account there was no ultimate rewards so uh, it was a real gut. like even though when aa shut me down and other people have shut me down in a- cases where i knew like i probably was not going to get things back like hey i knew they were never going to reinstate me i knew it was over And even though I was pretty confident that I would be okay with this chase thing, this is like the worst that I felt because, you know, it just, it feels like someone just robbed me, which they did. I don't know. Have you guys, I I need to take a minute. I need to take a minute. So please fill the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just wondering, like, was this deposited to your checking account or did they like add another checking account to deposit it to?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that was the thing. I was like, do I have a checking account ending in one six, nine, nine that like, you know, we open we open all these random banks, bank accounts, right? So I was like, maybe I have one that ends in 1699 and I just don't have that number memorized because, but nope, nothing that ends in 1699. So I felt terrible, you know, and seeing like zero, I would think that sometimes people would leave like a few. So maybe you don't notice, but that big fat donut, it really stands out when you
0: log into your account. Why'd they got to so, be so greedy, Joe? Just like they couldn't have left you 10 points. I know they could have left me a
2: couple hundred or something. I had that happen with
0: JetBlue a few years ago where, although they didn't cash out, they booked tickets and thankfully I caught it. But I went from having like 400,000 points to zero overnight. And I know the feeling. It just makes you sick to your stomach. Obviously, to JetBlue's credit, they gave me back my points and uh, all is well in the world. But yeah, it makes me a little worried. My Chase accounts, I have two-factor authorization set up. How did, What kind of security do you have set up with them?
2: Well, that's the thing. I have two-factor authorization with them. And so, you know, and then this is when I knew something happened because I called Chase and I can't, I don't remember exactly when in my call with Chase, but at some point they sent me a two-factor authorization code. And it was like, you know how they chain, you know, they thread on your text or whatever, It was on the same thread as the 524 AM one. And so my best guess is, They called, asked to transfer, somehow convinced the agent to not use the two-factor authorization. And then, you know, um, I don't know if they used my address or my social security number. or, But they they obviously convinced an agent to make the transfer without using that 2FA number. I don't think my phone is, like, cloned or whatever, although I suppose it's possible. They got all the points. Um, Long story short, I called in. They canceled the transaction. So the thieves didn't even get the money because the transaction was cancelled before it even got to the bank. So I got all my points back after they cancelled that. They ended up putting what they call as a verbal password on my account. So now if I call in to transfer points like I'll have to give them that verbal password. They updated a bunch of new security questions for me. They changed my online login for my business account. Like I had to come up with a new login ID. But like the password I use is unique to Chase. Um, I do not think that it happened via like hacking in through my online account because I feel like if they had done it that way, there was a lot more damage that could have been done. I do think that they called in as me um, and then, you know, use that to make it happen. But later I was talking to someone, this happened to his wife, and they said that Chase called them back later and said that even if the points had gone through, Chase would make them whole because it's like an identity theft kind of thing. But I'm either way. I'm glad that I caught it before the points had even trans. Like you know, I caught it within three hours, Um, and so I was glad about that. But just a real, I've never thankfully been robbed or burglarized, but. I imagine it's the same kind of feeling, like just the violation of your privacy and your identity. Um, so it was all pretty stressful. So um glad to get the points back. Um and then I was like, Oh, I should burn some of these points, but I'm I'm just not ready yet. So they're still there, but you know, I don't know. I it's just just transfer it's a terrible way to start the year. <laughs> yeah, transfer the Hyatt already. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could stay at the park hyatt for a long time. At least but a couple of weeks. It's open <laughs> yeah, at, it's least, at least seven days. I've read a few articles recently about how, you know, two-factor auth- uh, authentication with, with cell phones isn't necessarily safe, how it can be cloned. So it's interesting, you know, your, your theory, but it's always a good idea to be proactive. Anytime you see something that's a little suspicious, an email or, or a thread. My wife and I do this to, to each other all the time, logging into other accounts. Uh, like, I'll get, I'll get a notice and, you know, I'll freak out, but... Uh, You know, usually it's that, but in your case, clearly not. I know on my accounts, I also have like, they could text me, but they could also email me the code. That's probably even less secure, even though my my email accounts all have really secure, you know, generated in LastPass unique passwords. Just another kind of reminder that uh, as security maybe gets a little bit better, the other side gets a little bit better too. They've adapted. You got to kind of stay proactive with this stuff. Make sure you have different passwords. Make sure you're using a password manager. And then even when you do all that stuff, things happen like they did with you, Joe. So it's like, yeah, it's a little frustrating. But, uh, you know, at least being proactive saved you there or saved you more hassle, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think there are like I know for some online crypto exchanges and stuff like that, they use like two factor authorization apps. But I don't think Chase offers anything like that, like the best 2FA you can do is via your phone. So I'm I'm just not sure. I mean, obviously them adding, and I'm guessing that if you wanted, you could tell them, you could ask them to add that verbal password thing that they did with me onto your account, even if you hadn't been the subject of fraud. But I was I was trying to think like, is there even any other way I could have better protected myself besides having 2FA? Because like 2FA to your email is definitely less secure than 2FA to your phone. Even then it's, it's not that great. Because like a lot of people, a lot of crypto people are talking about 2FA these days because all you need to do is hack in and you can steal like everyone and someone's entire wallet and there's no you know protection from that so i don't know if anyone has ideas
0: about how to better protect at least your chase accounts uh we're all ears i think and we like to give city a lot of hard time but they've been using that password thing that extra verbal password when you call them. Yeah, except forever. for they let
1: you call a friend <laughs> down the street's neighbor's dog and that will verify
0: you. And All right. your well, own it's phone not number. a perfect system, but <laughs> they were trailblazing when it came to, uh, to, that, to that other password. The
2: robot never understands me when I say my my uh, verbal password to City. Yeah, they're like, bad. Like it, they they it really always anyway. re-verify you.
0: Because
1: yeah. you, you say it and then they're like, oh, we have to verify you. I'm like, well, what was the point of this password that we set up then? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's city never fails. Like you can go through the whole automated system, do everything. And they're always going to ask you the information when you get on the phone. I don't get it. But uh, that's city. That's the quirks. But yeah, this is, uh, yeah, let us know what, you know, if you have any tips on making your, your accounts more secure, maybe we'll share those in a future show. And I know, Mark, you have a interesting topic you want to talk about next week. So you want to tease it for us?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I started doing DoorDash delivery uh, the, the last couple weeks and a buddy had been doing it and I figured I'd give it a try and write up some articles on it. And and then I plan on testing out uh, Uber Eats and, and other options and stuff because, you know, New Year, a lot of people, one of their goals is always to make some extra cash. So I figured it'd be a good time to, to roll this out and and give some other options and, and my thoughts on which program works the best for for individual people. So I'll dive a little bit deeper into that next week.
0: Looking for some fun stories too.
2: Well, yeah. When you first said that, I was like, "Wait, is Mark driving for DoorDash?" <laughs> yeah, buddy.
0: Like... <laughs> so he'll do anything for content for the site. So he's gonna and for the for the show. So it's gonna be fun. He's gonna tell us his best best well, story. yeah. From...
1: Yeah, and then you, wait, you know, no, you are driving. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh.
2: I
1: thought.
2: what'd you think i was like doing a -a ride-along no no no, i thought i thought you were like i thought you were like i thought you meant trying it out like oh you use uber eats too much and so you want to like test another (laughs) 2012 joe (laughs) okay so i didn't realize you're actually you're you are a door dasher you're gonna be a door dasher this is gonna be amazing look at at also sean give this man a raise oh nice (laughs)
1: No, uh, you know, I've actually enjoyed it and, you know, I'll talk about that more next week, but I've, I've enjoyed it. You know, I do it at, in the evenings and stuff like after dinner, when the kids are getting ready to, to go down and everything and, uh, did it on New Year's day, which was good. You know, not a lot of traffic, but a lot of people ordering, you know, hungover from the night before and, and all kinds of stuff. So I found it interesting, uh, a good way to burn some time. Otherwise I'd just be watching TV. So might as well give it a try.
0: All right. Well, we're looking forward to hearing more about it next week and uh we have to get going joe but can you tell everybody where they can find you and your snazzy new website yeah you can find me at asajoeflies. flies all over
2: social media i just hid everything on my website at asajoeflies.com and made out a landing page for my travel agent stuff if you're interested in that booking travel with cash uh in anytime soon but uh yeah you can connect with me either of those places what about you mark how long did it take you to hide everything it's still not like totally hidden. It took me maybe like two hours to figure out how to just make like a static landing page with no like blog entries. My last blog entry was May, 2020. So I was like, I don't want to have that on the front page anymore. So <laughs> it took a little while, but at least now when people go, they're not reading something from 2020, they can still find all the old crap, which is out of date, but at least they have to make a few clicks to do that. And who's going to click on my website? Nobody. So I'm all good.
1: Well, we're going to, you know, you you had two cruise bookings. I remember seeing your Facebook post hopefully we can use you uh for our diamond meetup in 2023 and get you like 40 cruise bookings at one time so that's the goal but um you can find me on twitter at detroit mark email me mark at miles to memories.com comment on any of the articles on the site i'll get back to you there join our facebook groups uh send me a facebook message however you want to do it how about you sean
0: yeah we have our diamond patreon rocking into the new year with a cool group of people patreon.com forward slash miles to memories and I know we're having a cool chat this week in our Slack. We also have our private Facebook. We have weekly content there. And then the meetups. And then miles for all of our videos, podcasts, and posts. And uh, for this show, mtmpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a great review if you're an Apple Podcast. Help us start the year off the right way. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time.
2: See ya. Oh. Oh.